0: Listener supported KFUO invite you to listen live to our annual charathon. It's your opportunity to show your support to KFUO. If you can't join us live, please prayerfully consider supporting us by calling 314-996-1518 and asking about our giving levels. You can also click the Give Now button on our webpage. Charathon 2017, April 20th,
1: 21st, and 22nd. Today's New Testament reading is from the Epistle to the Hebrews, the 10th chapter. For since the law has but a shadow of the good things to come, instead of the true form of these realities, it can never, by the same sacrifices that are continually offered every year, make perfect those who draw near. Otherwise, would they not have ceased to be offered, since the worshippers, having once been cleansed, would no longer have any consciousness of sins? But in these sacrifices there is a remainder of sins every year, for it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Consequently, when Christ came into the world, He said, Sacrifices and offerings you have not desired. Then he added, Behold, I have come to do your will. He does away with the first in order to establish the second, and by that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest stands daily at his service, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my laws on their hearts and write them on their minds. Then he adds, I will remember their sins and their lawless deeds no more. Where there is forgiveness of these, there is no longer any offering for sin. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's Word, we welcome Pastor Doug Menton from Trinity Lutheran Church in Slayton, Minnesota.
0: Grace, mercy, and peace be yours, through God our Father, through His resurrected Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Word of God which calls for our attention this morning comes to us from the Epistle to the Hebrews, the 10th chapter, particularly verse 1. For since the law has but a shadow of the good things to come, instead of the true form of these realities, it can never, by the same sacrifices that are continually offered every year, make perfect those who draw near. So far a text. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Life lived in the shadows is not the life that most of us want. Some of us are introverts. We like to be in the background. We don't want to be in the spotlight. But no one can live their entire life in the shadows and be happy. The law, as given through Moses, is a shadow. God never gave the law to provide light and life to the world. God gave the law to characterize the people he has already brought into the light. He had already sanctified them, set them apart, saved them. But we still sin. We still obliterate the law. So God set forth the sacrificial system to serve as a reminder of our sins. But when Jesus took on flesh, he does away with the law in order to establish the gospel. By his once-for-all sacrifice, we have been perfected for all time, and there is no longer any offering for sin. God gave his holy law so that we might live according to his will. The most visible, tangible part of God's law was the Levitical sacrifices. These sacrifices and rites were shadows of the one true sacrifice for the forgiveness of sins. They were constant reminders that we daily sin. We cannot take away our own sins. Someone or something else must stand in our place, whether it is a bull or goat or lamb or the Holy Son of God. Through these reminders, the law works as a mirror. We see our sins, but we also see that in this life, our good works are still imperfect and impure. The mirror doesn't lie. It shows you exactly as you are. How does the mirror of the law show you? It shows that you are a poor, miserable sinner, greatly in need of the forgiveness of sins. But where do you find this forgiveness? You can't find it in the law. The law only shows you how horrible your sins are. It doesn't show you the way out. It just shows you your current state of affairs. No way out. Where do you go? Luther writes in his 1525 Treatise Against the Heavenly Prophets, If now I seek the forgiveness of sins, I do not run to the cross, for I will not find it there. But I will find it in the sacrament or gospel, the word which distributes, presents, offers, and gives to me that forgiveness which was won on the cross. You cannot find forgiveness in the law. You can only find it in the gospel. Therefore, Jesus came to fulfill the law, giving you the promises of the gospel of his death and resurrection. When Jesus fulfills the law, he does away with its guilt completely. All of that was nailed to his cross on Golgotha. Jesus still commands and encourages good works. Is this commandment and encouragement part of the law or the gospel? It's the gospel. The law does not teach how and why the good works of believers are acceptable. The gospel teaches that our spiritual offerings are acceptable to God through faith for Christ's sake law doesn't require faith. The law requires a checklist. The gospel requires faith. Not only requires, but also gives faith. Faith to believe in God, the healer of your soul. In this healing, you have been perfected for all time. This perfection comes because Jesus sacrificed himself once for the forgiveness of sins. When Jesus' sacrifice is given to you in your baptism and in the Lord's Supper, you are forgiven. You have become perfected through him. Perfectly renewed in the resurrection, sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ. This body comes down in many ways throughout history. In the wilderness, as they were between the Red Sea and Mount Sinai, God says, I am about to rain bread from heaven for you. Jesus says, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Through feasting on him as the bread of life, you are perfected once again with the forgiveness of your sins. Jesus' forgiveness is not a shadow, it is the real deal. He is the good things to come. He was sacrificed once for all, because his offering was the perfect offering. He gave this offering for you on the cross on Good Friday. He delivers it to you through the word and actions of his gospel in life. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia.
1: Amen. We thank Pastor Doug Minton from Trinity Lutheran Church in Slayton, Minnesota for today's meditation on God's Word.